0: Psalm 78, and then we're going to go to Ephesians chapter 6. Psalm 78. I want to give you a thought this morning about generational discipleship. So I know that I'm speaking to to parents and grandparents that are here this morning, and great grandparents, and some teenagers, and maybe just some couples. Maybe they don't have children. Uh, but we are speaking to um, a group of people here that I know that they're interested in discipling the next generation. Notice what it says in Psalm 78, verse 1. Give ear, O my people, to my law. Incline your your ears to the words of my mouth. I will open my mouth in a parable... I will utter dark sayings of old which we have heard and known and our fathers have told us. We will not hide them from their children showing to the generation to come the praises of the Lord and His strength and His wonderful works that He hath done. And I believe as parents and grandparents, this is our goal. You know, as, as we talk to our 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 children and our grandchildren, and and there's things that we can talk about. We we can talk about Carolina basketball, right? Amen. Some of you? Someone told me this morning, they said, I like your tie. It's North Carolina blue. And I didn't even I didn't even plan that. So maybe that, that was God's will and God's sovereignty. He wanted me to wear this tie this morning. Some of you are shaking your head right now, okay? I've lost a few of you. But shouldn't we be talking about the praises of God? Yes, sir. Amen. The, the things that God has done for us, the things that we've experienced, I, I have to write things down. Because the older that I get, the more I forget And then when when we're going through things and we're going through battles and we will all go through battles in our life, we sometimes forget what God has done for us. You know, we're so focused on the storm that we're going through that we forget all the things that God has done for us. But I believe that we are to show forth the praises to our children and our grandchildren and and talk to them about God did that and God did that. God answered prayer here, and God met the need here, and God performed a miracle here, and God healed that person. And Look at that person that the church prayed for for, for 50 years. We've had people that the church has prayed for for 50 years, and they finally get saved. God did that. So, so we magnify who God is to our children, to our grandchildren and to our great-grandchildren. He established a testimony in Jacob and appointed a law in Israel, which He commanded our fathers that they should make them known to their children, that the generation to come might know them, even the children which should be born, who should arise and declare them to their children, that they might set their hope in God, and not forget the works of God, but keep, keep His commandments. And uh, Carrie and I, and, and we're going to look at Ephesians chapter 6, but Carrie and I, right now, we're, we have a different role right now than we've had in the past. And let me just say, we're really enjoying life right now. Our children are, are adults. They're grown. We still have one that's at home, and he's probably going to be with us for a little while. And we're praying that you know that uh, at some point that uh, he moves out. Anyone else like that? <laughs> can I get a testimony tonight or today? And uh, but we have we have five grandchildren, and they're just amazing. Um, and if you can help me, and, and, and I'm putting a list together of why it's better to be a grandparent than a parent yeah and you now you understand this that you have to be a parent first and then the grandparenting comes later on right but to think about and I've heard this that the cost to raise a child today from the time they're born to like 18 19 years old $245,000 I don't know if that's accurate but I know it's expensive to raise children but think about with grandparenting it's like They can come over for a little while. We can spend a little money on them, but we don't have to spend that kind of money on them, (laughs) right? So, what a blessing. But we think about our roles today. You know, and God's called us to this ministry, but God has called us to still invest in our children, our adult children. God has called us to do that. We have such a burden to invest in our adult children as they're entering this role of being a parent. And yes, we do, we do have a manual. Amen. Yes, sir. We do. So this, this is the manual, but there are times that it's like, even with the manual, we have to go to the Lord in prayer and we have to ask him, God, give me wisdom. Because I'm facing some decisions and it's like, I want to make sure that I make the right decision. There might be two good decisions in front of you. And we go to, we go to God and we ask him for wisdom. But notice what it says here in Ephesians chapter six, you know, what, what do we want to teach our children? We want to teach our children the importance of obedience because here in the text, it says that it's the right thing to do. You know, and I think we just need to emphasize that not just parents, but grandparents, you know, I've heard this before. We're going to, we're going to have our grandkids come over. Are you ready? We're going to spoil them. Let them do whatever they want. And going to, well, then we're going to send them home. Have you heard that before? And it's okay to be good to them, but I don't know if that's biblical. To let them come to your house and do whatever they want to do. We need to be reinforcing what the parents are teaching. Amen? Amen? We need to become alongside our parents and in, in helping our children when it comes to discipling our grandchildren. So he says it's important to teach them obedience because it's right. Then he says it's a command. It is required. God requires that. And I believe we need to talk about this with our children and our grandchildren. You want to do the right thing? Obey blessings will come blessings will come in many many ways but it's also rewarded he says here that it may be well with thee and thou mayest live long on the earth and look at verse 4 and i just want to spend a few minutes here ye fathers provoke not your children to wrath provoke not your children to wrath What he's saying there is, let's not do anything that would discourage our children. Let's not do anything that would discourage them. What's some of the things that might discourage our children today, and our grandchildren, and the next generation? And and when we think about that, let's not do anything that would cause them to stumble. The real meaning is, there's... Other people that might do things to cause them to sum, stumble, but as a parent, as a father, and we know he's speaking to fathers, but the application w- w- would, would apply to parents. Let's not do anything that would cause our children to stumble. What's some things that could cause our, our children to stumble? Saying one thing and doing another. That could cause our children to stumble. Blaming our children and never praising them. Making promises and not keeping them. That could cause our children to stumble. Never admitting when you're wrong or saying you're sorry. That could cause our children to stumble. I... God's allowed us to be in many, many churches and spend time with many, many pastors. And I, I talk to pastors and, 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 and have had um, conversations with pastors that their adult children are not in church. And sometimes you can raise them the right way, do all the right things, and we know that God gives us a free will and i know i'm i'm speaking to some people right now that you might have you might have a prodigal child that right now that they're they're not serving the lord but we want to make sure that we do everything within our power that that we're not the cause of that and i believe that if we want to see revival take place and we want to see our relationships restored It might be the the grandparent or the parent that has adult children that they might need to go to their children and say, I need you to forgive me for some of the things I did when you were living at our house. What does that take? It takes humility. It takes us realizing that there are times as, as parents that we have sinned against God and we have sinned against our children. But let me just say this morning, there's times that I've had to do that. So there are times that I have had to go to my children and I have had to say, will you please forgive me? There are times that I've had to go to my adult children and I've had to say, will you please forgive me? There are times that my, my, my tune has been right, You know what I mean by that? I've said the right thing. You know, you'll say, I just want to give them a piece of my mind. I just want to tell them like it is. They need to hear the truth. And there are times that our children need to hear the truth. And our grandchildren need to hear the truth. And there's times that my, my tune has been right. But my tone has been wrong. I said the right thing, but I didn't say in love. I am so convicted when I read Ephesians chapter 4 and verse 15. So convicted. Paul's telling the church, Ephesus, he says, speak the truth, but do it in love. We need today, we need that balance. Right? Because I see this today that we have, maybe in our homes and in our churches, so many people lean toward love. Do you even see that in our world? All we need is love. And then you see that a lot of people lean all toward truth with very little love but God has called us to have that balance speaking the truth and doing it in love so he says fathers provoke not your children to wrath so let's get positive here let's look at the positive side of it we must encourage them we must encourage them parents grandparents this next generation let's encourage them how can we encourage them we can be there for them we can love them we can pray for them we can show them our appreciation we can help them so we must encourage encourage our children encourage our grandchildren to be a cheerleader for them, notice what it says next. Not only are we to encourage them, but it says bring them up in the nurture to build them up in the nurture. That that word nurture, we we understand he he is talking about the love that we should show them, but it's to care for, to encourage the growth and development of our children and grandchildren. That is the role of the parents. But I believe grandparents can come alongside their parents, the parents, and do that also, great-grandparents, to care for and encourage the growth and development of our, our children and grandchildren, to help them advance and go forward, to bring them up, to pray for them, to pray for them, that they should be on your list every day, that I'm going to be praying for my children. I'm going to be praying for my grandchildren. Some of you have great-grandchildren. We have some, oh yeah, praying for my great-grandchildren. Then I'm going to pray for them. And to provide, I know of, um, and I'm going to say some things that you might might not agree with, That's all right. Uh, I I know some grandparents that they've got real involved in their grandchildren's life to the point that if the parents are not stepping up and doing what they're supposed to, they've said this. We're going to send them to a Christian school. The grandparents. Parents can't afford it. They might not be raising them the way that they should. I've had a grandparent. I know of one grandparent I'm not going to mention his name, but he said, I'm going to get involved in my grandchildren's life. Amen. I, w- I want to make sure that they get a Christian education. And, uh, and he, they live close to, some of his grandchildren live out of state, but he lived close to three of them. So they made sure that they went to a Christian school, K through 12. I mean, he helped pay for it. Didn't pay for all of it, but helped. to we're going we're to make sure that they get a Christian education. And then all three of them decided to go to a Christian college. He said, I don't know how we're going to do it, but God's going to make a way. So parents helped. Grandparents helped. Made sure that all three kids went to a Christian college two of them finished one of them's a nurse doing ministry one of them's a christian school teacher right now serving the lord full time one of them travels the country singing gospel music all over the world it pays to invest in our children and in our grandchildren it pays And it's the right thing to do. So, to nurture. I believe he's saying to equip them. Let's equip them. Yes, let's encourage them, but let's equip them. Let's give them everything that they need to be successful for the Lord. Amen? Amen? So notice what it says here. He says to nurture, to nurture them, to bring them up in the nurture and the admonition of the Lord. And, and when we think of the word admonition, it is to place on, in one's mind there's some things that we need to, to, to remind them of, to, to counsel them, to even warn them, to instruct them. And I had this thought the other day that, that it's okay for grandparents Are you ready? To discipline their grandchildren the right way. We do that. They will come to our house, and I'm not going to let them have free reign and do whatever they want to, and then send them back home. And then the parents have to deal with it. And it's it's about disciplining them the right way. And I had this thought the other day. God gave me this thought. But disciplining... Is discipling discipline is discipling our kids so so yes we are to encourage them to equip them to empower them with the love of God but admonition even even speaks of educating them mm-hmm. right. to give them an education not just telling them what to do. We're good at that, right? Sometimes. But showing them, why don't you serve with me? To teach them how to give. To how, how to work. Even teaching our kids and our grandkids how to love. To teach them what is wrong and teach them what is Right? about loving God and giving them an example to follow. God has called us to reach not only our children, generational discipleship, but our grandchildren. And we feel like it's a command for us. According to Deuteronomy chapter 6, Psalm 78, for us to invest, for Carrie and I, Not only to still invest in our children, but to invest in our grandchildren. And there are times that we might need to go back to our adult children and we might need to say, Will you forgive me? Will you forgive me?